Episode 5, Homecoming. Slayer Fest. 98. 98. <laughs> that would be a good band name. Yes. Or like, it, it's like a it's like an AOL name or an MSN messenger oh my name. Uh, my best friend thinks she's Buffy underscore Slayer Fest 98. Yes. Underscore Marley underscore Jenna. Jenna. Was that your uh, Hotmail? My Hotmail was... I mean, yeah, I'm going to say it. It was it was crazy <laughs> underscore lady. <laughs> but the crazy had like an I, a Y, and an I. Oh, yeah, cool. And and caps, like alternating caps yeah, and yeah. lowercase. So cool. You know, really easy to type it out. Mine was cute dude 12, <laughs> even though I'm a dudette. <laughs> but you're, you're pretty cute, cute dude. dude. <laughs> Cute dude 12. <laughs> and um, what would be your uh, weapon of choice, cute dude 12, for entering Slayer Fest 98? For Slayer Fest 98? Um, I, I don't know. It's because we were just playing D&D, but a trident sounds nice yes. and dramatic. A trident that comes out of your arm. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or like my butt. I don't know. <laughs> Yes, Marley. Yes. That's my weapon of choice. And I think crazy lady, crazy lady's weapon of choice would probably be like, well, like my D&D would probably be like a rage. Yes. Like just I rage fists. out. Yeah. yeah, just my fists. Well, welcome back to the pod. Mm-hmm. Episode five. Yes. Season three, Homecoming. On the second disc of the DVD. Another excellent disc. <laughs> Fully Fully loaded disc you've entered into. I, I, yeah, I believe you. Uh, we're we're just getting right into homecoming. So, what is homecoming? <laughs> you tell us. What's the sitch, Marmar? Tell us what's happening. Okay. Well, okay. Homecoming is a dance. <laughs> it is a dance. What is it in America? I have no idea. Is it? Okay, <laughs> but I've watched the Spider-Man Homecoming, and I still don't know what it is. I thought it had to do with football, but maybe not. Homecoming Queen, Homecoming Dance. Okay, when are they? This in is the like year? in the beginning. Near the beginning of the year. It's like fall, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's like Spider-Man. It's like in the fall, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I have no idea what it is. Homecoming. Should we quickly look it up? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's, Let's see. Do that. What is homecoming? Okay, there's a lot of dances and a lot of like, um, like queens. Like Cordelia was the May Queen before, so there is all these um kings and queens of these dances. Okay, one homecoming definition. The Cambridge Dictionary <laughs> defines homecoming as a celebration at school or college, usually including a dance and a football game, when people who were students there at an earlier time can return to visit. Oh, weird. But is that what happens? No. Old students, like, come to this dance? I don't think so. No. It just sounds like another reason to have, like, some formal dance thing. Yeah. Which we just do not have this in Canada. We do not have this thing. I've never heard of it until I was older. Um, But I guess you'd heard of it because you'd watched this episode. But you probably just were yeah, like, it's a dance. I just waited every year for the homecoming that never came. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> there was never a homecoming dance. No. No one knew what I was talking about. But... That's not true. A lot of people were watching Dawson's Creek Mm. and were watching things like 90210. Like most of our sitcom pop culture world was built for us by America. Mm -hmm. So I think we had heard the term, but longstanding tradition where college and high school schools would welcome alumni back on campus campus or in the community. Mm. 
usually f- following a football game. <laughs> See, I thought it had something to do with football. Um, yeah, okay. We just don't have this. Uh, just another excuse to have a, a formal dance. Love it. It's another rite of passage. The theme of this season. Yes. Our last year of high school. Yes. Grade 12. We're doing all the grade 12 shit. And yes. so homecoming is one of the things. We don't have the same cult of personality that America has when it comes to these high school idols like traditions and rituals we have a couple but not really like no no. well did you like we have valid victorian did you have a valid victorian in your year yeah victorian like yeah like we had so the person with the best grades yeah yeah but that's it yeah that's it we didn't have a king and queen i think no we didn't either no like we, there's like unspoken kings and queens of the high school, mm-hmm. but there's no no election. No, to pick no the election. king and queen. No, we did not have this. No, for sure. No, um, we had a dance, but that's about it. Yeah, we had dances too. Yeah, but uh, so the whole episode is is about this formal dance. Um, so we open up and they're all talking about, uh, you know, the dance, what they're going to do. They're going to get a limo. It's interesting because our only thing to do this was like our, our grad was the only time you could do this thing, but they have obviously multiple, um, times during the year where they can get a limo, get their formal wear on, have their little dance. Yeah. Uh, so they're all going to maybe rent this limo together. I wonder if it comes from more... Christian, like, Puritan culture where there was fewer opportunities for hetero people to publicly get together. Mm. And so, and so all these different dances or these, like, we made all these, we organized all these events for, you know, essentially the sharks and the jets to come and hang out with Young each other. Young people. And, yeah, right? Like This also seems a bit more like Maybe it came from colleges. Like, the States has this older college tradition. So yeah. this sounds more like a college thing. Because you don't go back to your high school. Like, why would you do that? Like, no. but your college, maybe you would go back to. I don't know. But so it sounds like maybe it came from the colleges. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. Just making it up. But you're saying we're at the bronze. We're talking about getting a limo. Mm-hmm. Xander's worried about the cost. We get this great line about him being like public transit. <laughs> Let's do public the transit. The public bus. Yeah. <laughs> great conversation on the public bus. Never seen a public bus in Sunnydale. It no. seems like they can run everywhere quite reasonably. So yeah, definitely if you're a vampire slayer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you hop in Cordy's car. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and then they're all talking about who's going to take who. Obviously, yeah. they're in the couples, and, and Buffy doesn't have... You know, or he, she has a boyfriend, but... Well, he's not really a boyfriend. It's just someone she's seeing. God. Scott is not her boyfriend. I don't think so, I either. don't think so. Because it's just kind of weird, and, and Willow's like, oh, he hasn't asked you yet, and then he shows up and hears that, and he's like, uh, well, I thought you'd think it was lame. He doesn't hear that. Cordelia says, what? So... Oh, yeah. Scott didn't ask Buffy to the dance, and Buffy's like, great, thank you. Embarrassment looks great on my, with this shoes, or whatever she says. It's my color. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, this is weird. The, there's a weird Scott-Buffy thing this episode, yeah. obviously. It's been fraught. Yeah. Their whole relationship. Well, she hasn't really been herself. Uh, she's not, like, her happy-go-lucky self. She's still in sad town. No, and I, I don't know. I don't think Buffy's really giving it a go. No. Not, I don't think she's genuinely really. giving it a go. No. Sort of a rebound guy. Also, lest we forget, Scott lost two of his best friends last episode. Pete no and mention, Debbie. Yeah. Pete and the Beast. They've been murdered. Yeah. Like, yeah. Murder-suicide, essentially. Violence. Well, murder, murder. Yeah. Murder, yeah. murder. <laughs> More. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's pretty chill about that. No mention. Yeah. Uh, so then Scott does ask her, yes. and it, and she's like, "Okay, cool, whatever, you know." They have a great kiss. Oh yeah, cute. Yeah. So that's nice. Yeah. Like you know, she's giving a kiss, kiss a go. But then, yeah. but then we're sort of reminded she goes and she's bringing Angel his like blood McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, his to go blood, his smoothie. Yeah. Um. In a McDonald's bag. Uh, <laughs> and so, okay, do do your angel impersonation. <laughs> it's like... 
There's some ASMR for you guys. <laughs> Kate, those are the sounds of torment. Yes. Those are the sounds of I was just in hell for, I'm going to say, between 500 and 1,000 years. Sure. Ballpark, definitely mm-hmm. more than 100 years. Okay. I think he's been, my guess, well, maybe 100 years. 100 years? I don't know. A long time. Sure. And he's antsy. Also, maybe he's a bit hungry. <laughs> Buffy's bringing him his frappuccino, but he's stressed out. His shirt is open, so he's clearly warm. <laughs> no, we just got to see a glimpse of those pecs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. We do. Experiencing like physical discomfort. He's, yeah, he's acting bizarre. He yeah. can't like he's like weird in his skin. Yeah. And Buffy's like totally freaked out by him. She's like helping him, but she's like I don't know. She's not. She doesn't seem jazzed that he's like back. She doesn't no. seem like she's like what the fuck still like. No. He's obviously very unpredictable, and she just doesn't know what's going on, no. like or what to do. She hasn't. She still hasn't told ev- no. anyone, and she doesn't know where he was. Yeah. Because he, he can't communicate. Communicate. He can't really say anything. No. And there's also a bit of this. <laughs> a bit of that, too. <laughs> so she's like, I'm going to keep helping you. I'm just going to keep bringing you your blood smoothies every day until you get better. And then she's like, by the way, I'm seeing someone. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to help you, but we're not romantically involved. Yeah, especially because you're real fucked up. Yeah. And also she's she mourned that whole relationship and was trying to move on. Yes. And he terrorized her. Yes. And it's too traumatic. Killed her really hot older friend. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is too traumatic. But Especially when he's not capable of like actually communicating. Totally. But do you buy it for a second? No. Yeah. So. I mean, uh, we're going to get there. Okay. I'm sure. Yep. I'm sure. Time. It, yeah. It's not over. In due time. It's not over. No. Um, But I understand why it's over at this moment. Yeah. You know. Um. So, yeah, I wrote, what the fuck is wrong with Angel? I mean, yeah, we, we, we shall find out more. We're just getting smatterings. This, uh, this season is a long season. We're going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we go to Scott breaking up with Buffy. <laughs> I love it. He's just like, you're, you're... I don't think we should see each other anymore. <laughs> you just seem really distracted. And, and then she's like, no, I'm not. I'm not. And everyone at home, all the viewers at home are like, you are, Buffy. Yeah. You are. It's not fair to Scott. No. She's distracted. She's not herself. Like, he liked her before all this when she was, you know, fun, uh, quippy, and she's really kind of starting to come back to herself, but not really. And she can't be honest with him about anything. No. So no wonder he feels distant from her. Yeah. And she's just, she's royally screwed by the circumstances of her calling. Yeah. So they're both victims mm-hmm. <clears throat> of her slayerness. But yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's very funny. And yeah, it's sad. Um, yes. And then we kind of uh, <laughs> uh, zoom out and we're zooming into this like a van, <laughs> this like FBI <laughs> van, whatever, surveillance van. Um, and there's some evil twins. <laughs> and there's the sound of like echo, like this is very army tech yeah. Sound. It's supposed to be like super high tech. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, because there's a bunch of 
equipment. They've got this is laser goggles, <laughs> and then they like have a flip phone that's like plugged connected. In. It's like beep boop beep, like <laughs> internet connecting to some other cell phone. Yeah, that's an Ethernet dial-up. Yeah. Is, is it not? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, which which is like wee, and then someone else is like, yeah, Target got the Target, and then we see Mr. Trick. Yes, he is the one behind the technologies. Um, He's a high-tech vamp. He's organized um, like a dude ranch bro weekend for the demons of the day to come and pay money Mm -hmm. to hunt like the live game of Slayerness in Sunnydale. It's amazing. It's very... Squid Game, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yes, or or Hunger Games, or yes. or Saw. Those are all things that yes. that are coming to mind. Uh, <laughs> it's very um, enterprising, very entrepreneurial. Yes, of him, Mister Trick is great, and he's got this sort of technology. Is he a vampire too? This older man with him, or know. is he just like a human? I don't know who he is, I but think he's a human. But he's he's all uh, plugged in. Yeah. This actor is a famous actor. His name is escaping me, but I know him from the fairy tale theater world. Shelley Duvall, um, <laughs> the Dancing Princesses. This is such a niche niche reference, but uh, he's he's like a famous old school American actor. Cool. This guy. So I think guest starring him mm. would have been a draw back in the day. Interesting, but uh, I don't think anyone would recognize him now. No. Yeah. Um. But. But he was great, so they've got this, um, yeah, Slayer Fest 98 going on. Very mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> Do we get to know all the demons in this moment? Um, I don't think so, because we have the uh, opening credits, and then after, I think they're like, uh, it's Friedrich and Hans, evil twins, and they're sort of introing everyone. So, evil German twins. Yes. Excellent. You love the twins. I love them. Um. <laughs> Twins inherently evil. <laughs> it's just really funny. Unnatural. Unnatural demons, beasties, beasties. And then we've got um, the uh, like Stegosaurus man. Yes. <laughs> totally a dino. It's funny, like a spiky head. Uh, Mr. Trick is so funny. I know when he's describing him. I and know. then we have what's his face, the cowboy man, the Texan brother. Yes, the other brother got eaten by the. Um, Ink, what, no, the the what did they call it under the school? The Bazorg. Bazorg. Uh, yes. Who had ink blood? Yes. Um, Ethan and uh, yes. Uh, God, what's the other guy? This should be a trivia. I don't know. I want to say the Cohen brothers, but that's not true. Um, they're like Bolg, Gorch, Gorch, Lyle Gorch, Lyle, and Tector Gorch. Tector. So this is Tector. Okay. So, yes, he was hanging around in Sunnydale before, pieced out after the Bazorg incident, now is back, back, back again with his new wifey. Candy. Yeah. And at the end of the episode, he is not dead. No. So I, I, we shan't be seeing the last of him, I think. (laughs) This is nice. I knew that guy had to come back. If they don't kill them, well, depends, but. We'll see. Maybe Cordelia really scared the poop out of him and he'll never come back to Sunnydale. But. (laughs) Amazing. But I, but I hope not. Now he's introduced as sort of a, a minor. Tector. A minor villainous. Weird name. Tector. It must be old timey. Yeah. Because they're from the 1800s. They are. Yeah. Tector. Uh, after this, uh, the we're in this office, um, and I wrote, is this the mayor? Uh, because it looks like a political office, uh, and uh, he, this guy's coming in to tell him, uh, what does he say? This man coming in to tell the mayor about the target? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an assistant. Mm-hmm. Do we learn his name in this episode? I'm not sure. I didn't write anything down, so I don't know. I don't think so. But yes, he lets us know that uh, the target is in Sunnydale. Ah, okay. Yeah. And uh, and then there's this weird, God, this mayor is very weird. They, they So they establish him as the mayor, and then they have two scenes where he is quite weird. Yes. He does weird things. Yes. Um, 
which is he makes the assistant put his hands on the desk and is like, are they clean? Like, let me look at your clean hands. Yes. <laughs> and he has this weird little monologue. So it's it's bizarre. Well, and he's very casually mm-hmm. talking about these German assassins mm-hmm. that have been caught slash they know that they are in Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. The mayor, Mr. Mayor Wilkins, is like... Keep an eye on who else comes to Sunnydale. Any mm. other colorful characters that come to Sunnydale. And wash your hands. Mm-hmm. And make sure to get the dirt out from underneath your fingernails. Like, it's all very casual. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. And he's creepily, like, casual and smiley yes. about it. Yes. It, so, very interesting. I, I've been looking forward to meeting the mayor. We know Snyder is in leagues with this mayor, too. We haven't seen them interact. We're, we're going to see. Uh, very, very interesting. First impressions of the mayor, do you like, do you like him? Like him? Or Uh, like, what is your feeling? I just, I don't know what he is. Is he human or is he demon? Because he's being weird. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is he charming you? Um, yes. He's, he's interesting and charming and, uh... Just, uh, obviously a politician. It's great to have someone play, like, this is... Poli- <gasps> Politicians are always charming. Yes. Even if they're horrible, they're always charming. Yes. You know? Yes. That's their number one... Uh, Tactic. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Very interesting. So, after we're introduced to the mayor, we've got the school pick montage. Very funny. Excellent. It's so cute. Willows. Like, <laughs> what? Like, can you take the picture? <laughs> <laughs> It's so Willow. Yeah. Her little face, her little eyebrows. So cute. I know. And Xander is He's like, like smarming. Sexy, yeah. <laughs> sexy, but also like silly. Yeah, yeah. silly, goofy. Uh, very cute. Uh, and uh, and so this is, I don't know, this is all part of homecoming or part of the, again, school picks, la- uh, rite of passage for your last year. Oh, my God. I'm so glad that phase is over. I mean, now we have, thank God, we have things like Instagram and Facebook to put our pictures (laughs) all over the world. But it is nice. Yeah. Um, And then uh, Faith and Buffy are working out in the library. They're like, uh, Buffy's like taking out her like rage about being dumped. (laughs) And I love Faith. She's like, whatever, like take your rage out. We'll we'll go to the um, homecoming dance together and we'll just like get a couple of dudes and like dump them. I love it. I love her. She seems like a good time. This reminded me, I was like, this is me and you sometimes (laughs) when we're like, we're just going to go out and party. (laughs) We are the center of the universe. Yes. (laughs) Sometimes we have this energy. (laughs) Uh, which I love. And uh, then we see Buffy trying to ask this teacher for a recommendation because she's trying to she's trying to finish her year. So she's like, I did all this stuff. I need a recommendation. You are my favorite class. And the teacher's like, who are you? The modern American literati- literature teacher just has no idea who she is. Yeah, because unfortunately, Buffy is kind of a shit student. She doesn't come. She doesn't come to class all the time. I know she doesn't speak up in class. She probably doesn't do her homework. Like, yeah. So it's making Buffy feel. This is another theme of the episode. Like, sad that she isn't having the full high school experience that she wants. She wants and doesn't want because she doesn't really have the energy to to do it to be in high school. But she sort of has to just go through the motions mm-hmm. to get through this. Yeah, and I wonder if there is something here about... <clears throat> yes, I know Buffy says that she wants to be a regular student. I know that. But there's also this idea floating around my brain that is like, but does she really? Yeah. I don't know. Like... She is an amazing vampire slayer. Like, she is on and electric. And she's, like, smoking hot. So confident. So capable. So responsible. And she's very smart. Like, exactly. she has tricked oh, yeah. many a vampire. You know, it takes intelligence to do that. And she's a great leader. Mm-hmm. So, so, sometimes when I hear, I just want to be a regular girl, I just want to be a regular girl... Sometimes I'm like, well, what if the world 
Like, you are. You're a superhero. It's the world that doesn't accept your slayerness mm-hmm. as being a regular thing. Yeah. It's the world that doesn't allow you to celebrate this part of yourself that is so excellent. So I kind of like this show because I don't really see Buffy trying at school, but I see her wanting to be involved. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, if like if Buffy was allowed to be on the football team or if Buffy was – anyway, I, I just wonder about that stuff. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. 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 So – <clears throat> but then we sort of transition to like Cordy campaigning mm-hmm. for the homecoming queen, of course. Yeah. It makes me think of her May Queen. Yes. She was the May Queen, <laughs> yes. whatever the fuck May Queen is, whatever. <clears throat> she's already been a queen for some dance. Uh, so she's uh, this whole episode campaigning and <laughs> competing against these two other girls and uh, and has this flyer, which the flyer has on it. Cordelia, it's like a collage. It has Cordelia's face. It has a football player in the background. And it says, you get more with core. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very funny slogan. Um, Amazing. (laughs) And this kind of is inspiring Buffy that she wants to be homecoming queen because she talks about in her old school. She was everything that Cordelia was, right? She was popular. She was on the cheer team. She was the fiesta queen. (laughs) And then Cordelia calls her the guacamole queen queen later. (laughs) Um, And and Buffy is like, I'm going to campaign and I'm going to beat you. And she's going to beat her because Cordelia forgot to tell her about the photos. Yeah. And she missed... The chance to get her photo in the yearbook, mm-hmm. which is a blow. That is a big deal. Yeah. So, yeah, she, Buffy is inspired, and Buffy is competitive, and when she sets her mind to something, she she's really good. Yeah. So she's... It shows that if she wanted to do good at school, she probably could, like, because <laughs> we see this whole montage through this whole episode of her really trying to be homecoming queen. Yeah. Uh, yes. And then... We have uh, Xander, Willow, cute thing, uh, oh. trying on their outfits. Oh, I know. Um, so they're, they're like, getting ready for homecoming. They're, like, trying to choose their outfits. Xander has this tux. Willow, like, tries on all these ugly outfits. And then, <laughs> and then the cute dress. And there's, like, some cute music playing. And at first, it's very, like, innocent oh, friend yeah. thing that we've seen them together a million times. Some great character building about how Willow's never really been to a dance, mm. never been with a boy. Yeah. About how Xander is super broke, his family's super broke, and the they only have one rich relative, and that's who they got the tux from mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. So lots of, like, great... Just regular banter, but that reveals a bit more about who they are. And they know each other so well. Like, anytime they kind of, they try and remind us, like, Willow's like, remember in third grade when blah, blah happened? Like, they're just always trying to remind us that they have known each other forever. Yeah. And then, oh, my God, I screamed. Um, we They're, you know, practicing the dancing, and they just kiss. <sighs> that didn't just happen. No. I mean, it did, but he didn't. Because I respect you and us, and I would never. I would never either. It must be the clothes. It's a fluke. It's a clothes fluke. That's what it is. And there'll be no more fluking. Not ever. We gotta get out of these clothes. Right now. Oh, I didn't mean. I didn't mean either. It's so perfect. I of know. course, they have such a good chemistry. I always said it way back in the beginning. And they have ancient history. Yes. It's ancient. Yeah. Ancient, not as in like over, but ancient is in like deep. It's yes. deep, and so and with friends like that, it's it's like so intimate and comfortable. And I just, I always thought they had amazing chemistry, and I always wanted them to get together. Well, there's some unfinished business here that is mm-hmm. getting exercised. Yes, um, and you know they're like oh. Shit, we didn't do that. Oh, no. Like, I really like Oz. I really like Cordy. Like, everything is good with their significant others. And they're really good with their significant others. But there's just something, you know, they're Mm -hmm. having this little, Mm -hmm. you said it, heart tangle. They have a heart tangle. It's so cute. That's what I would call this. You know, like, it's, um, no one planned this. It really does come out of nowhere. And they're not... 
trying to deceive their partners and they like each other's partners. Yeah, it's very interesting to show something like this to teens where, I don't know. I don't know about you, but when I was in high school, people always like, they, they're they cheating on so-and-so or they, you know, I don't know. Monogamy was such this like sacred thing. And immediate. Yeah. Immediate. As soon as... As soon as you even looked at someone, yeah, that was the only person you were allowed to um, pursue, and or... you couldn't even friendships were very Absolutely. like jealous and all this stuff. So I just think it's really good for this teen show to show that it's more complicated than that. It is, and that friendships are you can have friendships with all the genders, and you know it's not necessarily romantic, but it could be romantic, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, so. It's cute. It catches them by surprise. Yes. Both of them. Absolutely. Which helps us get on their side. Yeah. So we're not like, oh, you assholes. Yeah. I've re- they made it so careful. They writ- wrote it so carefully to make us not feel like they were being deceitful. Well, and at the end of this episode, we get Willow and Xander who do feel incredibly badly. Yeah. Because they've had another little smoochie. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're, it's, not a, it's not a blip. It's not a clothing fluke. <laughs> it's not a spell. Yeah. It's a real thing yeah. that is happening over two, three days. Yeah. And they're um, basically this leads into the next part, which mm-hmm. is where Buffy is doing her plan of attack for the homecoming queen, her campaign. And everyone is like, I'm going to help Cordelia. <laughs> <laughs> They'd already said they would. Yeah. Yeah. And... And Willow and Xander feel really bad, so they really want to help Cordelia, like, um, as their, like, underlying motivation. Yeah. Buffy's chart is very funny. Um, She's written strengths and weaknesses for all the (laughs) campaign targets. Some of the weaknesses, dandruff, never studies. (laughs) And then the strength was, like, good cook. (laughs) For some of them, very funny. I love details like that. Yeah. I just think they're so funny. <laughs> um, and uh, so they all ditch Buffy. And then we've got this montage of the um, campaign. Yes. And also Slayer Fest 98, like, yes. prepping. Yes. The twins are, like, wrestling, like, naked. I don't know. That's really weird. <laughs> While the Texans are making out. Mm-hmm. And that's actually Lyle. That Lyle, is Lyle. Not Tector. Tector died. Tector died. I remember because... That I'm really glad that that name disappeared from the show. Texter. That's Lyle and Candy. And then we've got, yes, Dragon Guy, Dragon Ball Z Guy. Yeah. D- Dino. Dino. Dino Guy. DNA. <laughs> yep. And then this hunter mm-hmm. with the bear trap. Who is a man. Who's a normal man. Yeah. We think, yeah. Um, They should have brought back that werewolf hunter guy. Uh, Oh, Kane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, missed opportunity. <laughs> uh, Yeah, and... So we've got sort of this whole montage with um, Buffy's, like, giving cupcakes and they're, like, fighting, getting ready for assassin night. (laughs) Um, Buffy hangs up her campaign poster. It's, like, very meta because it's, like, her Buffy headshot. It's, like, the Buffy (laughs) DVD cover. (laughs) She's, like, hanging up. Very funny. Uh, And... uh, Willow feels really bad that she's yeah. not helping. Yeah. She's like, I'm a terrible friend. Yeah. She's just like so anxious and nervous for this whole time because yeah. she feels like a piece of shit. <laughs> um, and then there was Xander Willow. This must have been their second heart tangle. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, they're talking about how they overcompensated helping Cordelia because they felt so bad mm. about having a smooch. Mm-hmm. And... And how bad they feel. And they're talking about how they have to get them communicating. This is probably where they crack the plot to stick both of them in the limo to work out their differences. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, though, they have another kiss because Xander's mouth does a cute thing whenever he's upset. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they don't know what they're going to do. And it's not resolved by the end of this episode. So this is going to come back, back, back again. Yes, it is. So then... um, Buffy uh, is being picked up by the limo. She thinks she's going with um, Faith and and the gang, but the gang decided behind their backs to make it Cordy and Buffy in the limo on the way to the dance so that they can, like, resolve their big fight. Yeah. 
uh, that they've been having for yeah. this whole episode. So they're mad. Such uh, good friends. Yeah. It is. Uh, yeah. It's really cute. Yeah. And it's all out in the open, which I appreciate. Yeah. 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 They're like, listen, you guys are having this weird fight. And yeah. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but both of them are not very subtle people. No. So it helps. And they're both incredibly dominating. Yeah. And stubborn. Yeah. And, yeah. Of course, they would butt heads. Yeah. Uh, so, but then they are in the limo, um, they're kind of squabbling, and then they're like, oh, thank God we're here, but they're in the middle of the woods, and, um, they get out, there's, like, a TV with a VHS, they press play, this is Saw, yeah. this is very Saw, like, <laughs> want to play a game, Mr. Trick's like, you have 30 seconds from the time I start talking to run away, and it's Slayer Fest 98, we but the games were getting... Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. They get shot at. Yeah. So huge, big, fun action yeah. sequence where they're running around through the woods, and then they run into this, like, abandoned cabin. They're, again, um, great way to have their argument while they're also doing something. Yes. They're doing this, like, fight and yes. doing this other thing and getting out their their differences, having this conversation at the same time. Yeah. Super fun. I love Cordelia's strategy of just trying to convince them all that she's not a vampire slayer at first until she later on is really forced to embrace the fact that she is being hunted and that she, this is the homecoming competition. Like, this is it. Yeah. It's very good. God, she's just, she's like, I'm going to die, but she's never really that ruffled. I don't know. She's just so confident. Yeah. (laughs) Just admire her. (laughs) Even the way she uses her weapon that she finds, which is a spatula, she's very violent with this it. This would be you. <laughs> with a spatula yeah. in the abandoned cabin in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Giles is at the dance with the gang. Oh, yeah, it was very funny. You were like, this is Giles' like, only appearance. He's yeah. like, hello. Uh, <laughs> he says, uh, we have to find Buffy. She's in terrible danger. Just kidding. Kidding. <laughs> Love Giles. Sad he wasn't really in this episode, but can't always. No. But little does he know, they really are in Mm -hmm. trouble. Maybe he's still recovering from getting the tranquilizer in the ass. Oh, true. From Beauty and the Beast. He's just like, yeah. Wandering around. Yeah. Um, so, uh, there is a phone in the cabin. So Buffy does call and leave a message for. Giles, luckily, in the library before they cut the phones with the technology. They get a signal. With the GPS or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, these graphics. Am I wrong? Or do they look like... Do you remember the worm used to play that used to eat the pizza? Oh, yeah. In the... It's like a cell phone game. Yeah. Yeah. And it would eat the pizza. Mm -hmm. That's what this technology looks like. It also reminded me of Alien. Yes. Like, with the, like, beep, beep. Like, it's the, like... Green the, yes. GPS thing. And uh, the grid. Yeah. Yeah. So very alien, very snake yeah. pizza. <laughs> the same shots of like two dots sort of yeah, doing, something. doing something, but the same something every yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. So love that. Uh, <laughs> I just wrote Mr. Trick and some guy doing technology. <laughs> yeah. So some guy is the team... With the Germans. Yes. So the Germans, the twins, uh-huh. he's their boss. Okay. And because he's giving them coordinates so that they can, like, shoot a rocket or, like, use AK-47s on them. Yeah. Because um, we find out that at the end they have got these, like, tracker, tracker. Um, corsages. Corsages yeah. on. <laughs> Very uh, tricksy. <laughs> um, but before that, we've got the... Uh, a dino guy yes. who has come in with his little um, forearm blades <laughs> <laughs> to attack. Uh, he's pretty strong. Uh, so they um, they don't really beat him, but they see this rocket fly into the cabin. They like dive out the window, and he gets he gets blown. He dives into the window that has the big wall. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets blown up in the cabin. Yep. Very fun. Uh, and the cowboy. Um, Lyle. Lyle and Candy. Yeah, he's done a different strategy. He's taken out Giles. Yeah. Um, very smart. Yes. Because she's like, he's like, oh, this is her watcher. She's got to come for him. Yeah. 
Uh, so he's waiting in the library. Meanwhile, Mr. Trick has been arrested yes. by the police and, like, taken away. Yes. So that's an interesting, like, part of Defund the end the police. of yeah, yes. Right? <laughs> yes. Um, of this episode. Uh, and then when they run to the library, like, they escape from the cabin. They escape from the woods. They're in the library. Um, and then Cordy is the one. This is an amazing speech to yes. intimidate Lyle. Yes. Uh, into because they think she's Faith. Yes, they, they haven't faith. seen Faith. So Buffy has killed Candy with oh, the yeah. spatula. Oh yeah, amazing! <laughs> and then he's knocked her out, mm-hmm. and he's approaching a knocked out Buffy, and Cordelia just stands, no weapons, no nothing, between Lyle and Buffy, and delivers this epic speech. Candy. I'm going to kill both you slayers for this. You hear me? I hear you, you redneck moron. You got a dress that goes with that hat? Rip out my innards, play with my eyeballs, boil my brain and eat it for brunch? Listen up, needle brain. Buffy and I have taken out four of your cronies, not to mention your girlfriend. Wife! Whatever. The point is, I haven't even broken a sweat. See, in the end, Buffy's just the runner-up. I'm the queen. You get me mad? What do you think I'm going to do to you? Later. She literally intimidates this vampire into running away. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, so good. Yeah. She's queen debater. She yes. b- has such immense self-belief. It is, it's magical. Yeah. It's yeah. inspirational. Yeah. Truly. Uh, so he runs away. Um They find out the trackers are in the corsages, so uh, Buffy does a cool thing, gets some wet toilet paper, throws them on the backs of these guys, and then they shoot each other. Yay, through the wall! (laughs) The twins, yeah, it's awesome. Very twinning way to die. Twinning, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then we see Mr. Trick being walked into the mayor's office, and this is when I find out his name, Richard Wilkins. Mayor Wilkins, and he has this little speech. He's like, hey, an interesting suit you got there. <laughs> I like this because this scene is essentially, <laughs> it's essentially Mr. Trick being headhunted for a new position. Yes, in the mayor's office. Yes. Uh, he's like, I don't know if I want to work for you. He's like, I'll make it worth your while. Exactly. You know? <laughs> it's like a pitch. Yeah. And they're both kind of similar. Yes. It's smooth talking, charming. Modern men. And they both want the same thing. I don't know. Uh, Mayor Wilkins, he's talking about the misspent youth or the, we got to protect the children. Yeah. I don't know what he wants. But his his pitch was like, you know, Buffy is a, the rebellious a bad element. influence. Yes. Which is what Snyder says, too. Yes. This bad influence on the children, whatever. We have to, like, rid the bad influence from you the town. You got it, Marmar. Yeah. You're winning. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, I think Mr. Trick is going to work for him. He's mm-hmm. he's sort of convinced by this like little, little spiel, mm-hmm. um, but we're not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the end of the episode is the homecoming <laughs> coronation. <laughs> yes. Which Giles says that he'll return for the coronation, coronation right before yeah. he gets knocked out Love by it. the vampire. <laughs> the coronation. <laughs> And so Buffy and uh, Cordy show up. They're like, look like they've been mud wrestling. Um, Sandra's like, what happened to you? And Cordy just goes, "Uh, we were hunted. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Buffy says, long story. We We got hunted. We got hunted. Not that long. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, And they find out the homecoming queens are, it was a tie with the other two. Yeah. Neither. Neither. Nope. Yeah. Neither of them. Which is a great, <laughs> yeah. great outcome. I love it. Mm-hmm. Fashion. Some assembly Okay. So, off the top, in the bronze, Buffy has a, a zebra print tube oh, top. This... Tube tops. Do you remember? Yes. I never did really wear them. I wore them. I... I... I remember there being an issue for me about how to do the bra. If I, if I was who I am now, I would wear them all the time. Oh, yeah. I think. I would wear them and then also wear, like, a shrug. 
Over top. Cute. <laughs> um, that was like, I totally wore, would wear this kind of outfit, but I think a little shrug. My physical life was too, I would think I was too, I was doing sports too much. I, I felt like they would just fall off of me. Mm. So I wasn't super secure in them, but this outfit with combined with the leather jacket that she goes to angels to deliver the blood mm-hmm. is excellent excellent love it love a zebra print yeah i'm inspired by this tube top and <laughs> the outfit that she gets broken up with uh, oh. is very bad yeah. <laughs> it's like a pink ruffly wrap top and then like khaki pants pink and khaki and then she's got this square Barbie purse. And these really insane, like, Polly Pocket plastic pink platform. Yeah, chunky, shiny. Yeah. Platformy heels. It. She looks like a Barbie, but it just doesn't quite. No. It's khaki. No. No, and the, the shirt is ill-fitting. It's weird. And it's not, it's knit. Yeah. And it's got all these details, these ruffle duffle details. No, no, it's not good. I mean, it's the it's the outfit to get dumped in, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. it does not look good. Yeah. Uh, Willow has some classic overalls on. Yes. But I st- I think they look cute. I think they're it's better than last season. They're like n- appropriate. They're also she's not wearing overalls that are like 25 times huge too large, yeah. Or a hideous color. They're still like we aren't like Willow isn't the type to wear a skin tight. Mm-mm thing and i think that's awesome there is a difference though between wearing you know something that's like looser fitting and something that's like four like four of you could fit in yeah yeah you know yeah absolutely so that for me that's a big difference between willow's fashion now is that is she's not showing her body but she's not hiding her body it's just a little bit more mature yeah like it, yeah it looks good yeah and cordy in this part two when she's campaigning at the start has a halter dress it's so cute it's dark green i don't know what this pattern was was it like leaves or was it i couldn't tell what i don't know we need to get a closer look i need a screenshot Mm because i wasn't sure what we'll use our technology and we'll zoom in on the target and and we'll get get into the ethernet (laughs) (laughs) with my flip phone and then another cordy is i totally wore this a powder blue yes Sleeveless, like mock turtleneck. Yes, I had one that was like a that was like a lavender. Oh. This like sleeveless mock kind of turtleneck thing, so cool. <laughs> this is so classic America for me. This is oh. so Jackie Kennedy. It's preppy the skirt. Yeah, mm-hmm. very preppy. Uh, which is Cordy's thing. Yeah, prep, prep girl. And then Buffy has when she's plotting to for her, the homecoming, she's got the tooth comb headband, yes, classic, and this yellow like floral dress. Yes, uh, I liked it with like a kind of green khaki cardi. Yeah, I would wear this outfit, um, for sure. And then okay, let's talk about the homecoming dresses. We must, yes. So Buffy's is coral. Yeah, I would say, um. T-length. Yes. Very cute. Uh, Sort of straight cut across the chest, um, thin straps. Spaghetti strap. Maybe a bit thicker than a spaghetti strap. A bit thicker, yeah. And then sort of um, A-line, like yeah. flares out. Yep. It does look formal. It looks lovely. And matching heels. Yep. I love the color of this dress. Me too. It's not red. It's it's like a coral. And I think and it's beautiful. And this is her classic Buffy twist mm, hairdo. Yes. And nice chunky highlights, looking blonde, looking frosty. Yeah, super tanned. They're both super tanned. Oh, Cordelia's dress is gorge. It is gorgeous. She's like, it's like poison ivy. Yes. It's like silk. Yes. Satin. Um, Hers is straight cut, unlike Buffy's. It's like, it's sort of like a more longer length dress. Yeah. Did it have a slit? It did. Yes. And more kind of like a... Not a sweetheart neckline, but just, I guess... the sleeves are different. Because instead of going directly around her back, they cut around her neck. Yeah. It's so cute. Yeah. She looks amazing. Yeah. Um, Her boobs look amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, and um, Buffy has body glitter on. You can catch it in the light. Oh! It's so 90s. (laughs) Did you wear body glitter? Yes, I still do. (laughs) Yes. 
<laughs> I do. I still do. But you could get this, like, child's body glitter, basically, from you know, the drugstore and it would be like chunky yeah. and dry on your skin and like yeah. so gross. If you were lucky, it would congeal yeah. and it would look like you accidentally stuck like like white glue on yeah, you. Like Only if you were really sticky, lucky. Chunky. Yeah. <laughs> just funny memories of that. They sell it at Mac right now. Like they sell this Back like body again, glitter. Yeah, like but it's stars nicer. and moons. Yeah. But Mac would be not just like a gluey. No. One dollar tube of no. basically lip gloss no. that you put on your be a fifty dollar yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Cordy's hair is also in these like loose yes. waves down. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. She looks like the most amazing she's ever looked. She's stunning. Let's talk about candy. <laughs> yes, let's talk about candy. Candy the vampire lady. Her okay, she's got like purple. Pleather snakeskin, snakeskin, yeah, maybe. I wasn't sure they're maybe animal printy. It's so purple though, it's hard to tell. Everything about her is like purple pink, yeah, pink. So it almost looks like a the top is like a see through with like a feather trim, but it's almost like a robe, like you know, a, yeah. a, like a fluffy robe, yeah, but it's like a shirt, yeah. <laughs> It's like a shrug. Yeah. And it's see-through. Like a ballet cover-up tie. Yeah. Because it's cropped. And then she has this purple, like a lavender purple tank top Mm -hmm. on top of her like pale purple light snakeskin pants. Yeah. It is amazing. Yeah. It's wild. She looks like a Barbie doll that went through the wash to me. Yeah. Like she's haggard in a way that... Is awesome. And she only has, like, one line, and it's so yeah. funny because she's got, like, a real backcountry yeah. accent. <laughs> so funny. We're married. <laughs> we blew all our cash in our wedding. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. And she just dies immediately. But watch a character. Yeah, I love her. Watch a outfit choice. And then the Lyle's like, candy! <laughs> candy! Uh... And then I'm sure he did he turn her into a vampire? Probably. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah. Uh he went and chose himself a, an a egg himself a bride. Yeah. 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 And then Mr. Trick, we have to talk about his outfit because it is even remarked on by the mayor. Yes. That's an interesting the suit. clothes make the man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a velvet yes. red blazer. Yes. yes. Love it. With just a kind of darker red collared shirt and then like a brighter red tie. So all red. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of Drew. Yeah. You know, when she was in her red goddess. Oh, you're so right. Yes. Um, This is like a power color for vamps blood. And he's he's, he's got personality. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's a bit eccentric, you know. He absolutely is. Yeah. So we're, you know, they've got to make all these different villains. Their clothing has to tell us all these things about them and mm-hmm. it's very very good choice mm-hmm. he's a snazzy snappy dresser mm-hmm. he's not afraid of loudness mm-hmm. and yeah he's very different than all the other vamps we've seen right he truly is yeah i didn't i had not thought of this sort of drew theme but it's so true mm-hmm. it's so true he's so charismatic her, and that's her power color too yes. so yeah the red queen yes Angel's only feature moment in this is, yes, he's wearing an open shirt. Brown. It's brown. Yeah. It's like a light brown. Mm-hmm. It's, it, so it's not his black. No. And it's not white. Because mm-hmm. we do see him in a white muscle shirt or in a white open mm-hmm. thing or in black. Like we are, it's weird. It's almost like a nude. Mm, yeah. Um, it's weird. We've seen him in weird velvets before. Definitely. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I imagine under on the bottom he's wearing his leather pants, but we'll never know. We'll never know. We, <laughs> we didn't get Or maybe to see he's it. wearing nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I also really like what Faith is wearing. Oh yeah. It's very cute. Very cute. Mm-hmm. It also though it's very cheap looking. Oh yeah. She's just wearing like a s- small spaghetti strap like burgundy loose. And she's obviously done her hair herself. And she's got the classic choker, totally. 90s choker. Mm-hmm. Love that just because Faith is here and she makes that great quip about Scott 
uh, oh, yeah. with, the, with the ointment. Yeah. Like joking about how Because he's, he's like got... with another girl. Can't believe it. That is that is harsh. Harsh. It is harsh. Fuck you, Scott. I never cared about you anyway. Yeah, right? <laughs> so yeah, Faith is doing some justice. She's doing right by Buffy. Yeah, she's loyal. She's a loyal friend. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I do like what Faith is wearing. And I like that Faith is like, what's going on with you guys? Like, mm, why so yeah. gloomy? Yeah. <laughs> she's sort of not really in the gang, though. No. She's sort of around, but she's just, I don't know what she's doing. No. She's doing her slaying. And even even Mr. Trick is like, Faith is more elusive. Mm. Like, we don't know much about Faith yet. Yeah. And he's right. Yeah. We don't know much about Faith yet. Yeah, because they know how to get Buffy, um, take out Giles, take out some of her friends, maybe. But Faith is like no a loose connections. cannon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, interesting. So no new information mm-hmm. really about Faith, but in a way that is new information. Like she has no connection. Yeah. She's not going to this high school. They're not trying to get her into this high school. So maybe she's done high school or she's chosen to drop out. No one's yeah. like, she has no parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Faith is, um, she's still a wild card, even if she took a back seat in this episode. For sure. There are things I will, I will, there are things I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate. Did you write anything? No. No. <laughs> Me neither. I, I think it's a great episode. It's a great episode. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the complicated things in the episode are intentionally supposed to be there. Yeah. Um. Maybe uh, <laughs> the, the little uh, insult that Buffy calls Cordy a vapid whore. Oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah. did chat about that a yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah, vapid whore. Yeah. Yeah. So this is not unlike Buffy has called Cordy like a slut before. Oh, yeah, we love this. Yeah. We love this. So that in is. In the 90s. Yeah, that is a an insult that is um, of the era, of the show. Yes. Uh, that we shan't say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Any woman who is not virtuous is less. Yeah. Anyone who owns their sexuality is less. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let alone anyone who's a sex worker is less. Like, yeah. we're just, this is uh, so common. Yeah, it's a low blow, but they're kind of going low. They're um, totally going low. <laughs> they're going to the lowest. Because Cordy's like, you're a fucking freak. <laughs> yeah, you crazy freak. Yeah. And I have two parents, unlike some people. Yeah, so they're really going for the low blow. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we're kicking each other in the balls. Yeah. Just over and over again. So, yeah, that was not cool, but makes sense in the show and in the context of what was happening. Uh, again, it's always nicer if you come up with like a more clever way, but Which the show is so capable of. Yes, absolutely. It's obvious mm-hmm. the writing in the show is almost always excellent. Yeah. Okay, what's your favorite quote? I love. Um, it's at the very end mm-hmm. when Cordelia says, "Uh." After all that we've been through tonight, this whole who gets to be queen capade seems pretty. And then Buffy just says, damn important. And Cordelia goes, oh, yeah. Like, they're about to be like, oh, it doesn't matter. And they're both like, this really fucking matters. Really important. <laughs> yeah. I love that one. Cute. Uh, I wrote, uh, this is when Cordy is doing her campaigning and Buffy's arguing with her. And Buffy says, you've awakened the prom queen within. within. <laughs> And there's great music under that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. And then when Willow is like wallowing in her self-pity and she says, I'm a rabid dog that should be shot. shot. <laughs> well, because Buffy's like, it's okay that you're helping Cordelia with her database. It doesn't matter how many times I've saved your life. And Willow's like, what do you want? Like, she's just so guilt-ridden. So guilty. Willow's performance in like the ways that this show writes and they play with words and they play with the dra- the dramatics Willow and Xander are on point yeah. in this season. So funny. Yeah. Love them. They just are. Well, I can't wait to see what happens with them, what happens with the mayor. Any predictions? Next episode is called Band Candy. Band Candy. Any prediction? Well, the only band we know of is Dingo Say My Baby. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know. Uh, I'm going to just say is that something to do with uh, Oz, maybe? Oh, Willow, oh. Xander, Cordy, oh. Drama Mama. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> That's my guess. Anything you want to happen? Well, I want the gang to find out about Angel. I don't know if that's going to happen yet, but I it has to happen. Nice. And then we'll get some stuff rolling. Yes. <laughs> yep. You, um, well, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, next week, join us for band candy. If you know, you know. And if you don't, come. Come. Come to the band. Come one, come all. Come to homecoming. That's right. And tell us if you know what homecoming yeah. is, because I don't know if we still know. Yeah. Have you ever been to a homecoming dance? Yeah. Please tell us. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see you next, next week. time. Bye. Bye. Arg. Grr. Grr. Arg.